Blog Talk. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Not because of holidays, somebody. In other countries, Playing. You're going to have a quiet room. Oh 
John, are these some of the presents that are awaiting your opening? Yeah, I already oh, got some funny ones. You should still go read the card that's cow. on the counter. It's so awesome. There's a donkey holding a bat. It's one of like a stuffed donkey. A pinata. It's a pinata holding a bat, and the kid's laying on the ground, and all the other kids are running away. All you see is their feet <laughs> off in the distance. It's so funny. <laughs> I got a telescope over there. I see that. I get to go to the moon. I get to go to the moon <laughs> and stay right in my living room. <laughs> oh, oh, the oh. box was in the middle and there was two colors. Oh, you got it, too. You don't go No, really. She had yeah. that there. Wow, that's a good weed, man. It you got I have been out and about selling Tucson, I guess. Um, there has been um, a lot of activity here in the Tucson area with um, new developments going up all around uh, Tucson, uh, especially in the Vale and Corona de Tucson area, Rita Ranch. Um, I mean, we're talking about maybe 16 to 17 different uh, new developments that are coming up here in the next few months that have already had houses there. So when you retire next year, which development are we going to be in? It's called Ocotillo Preserve, and it is um, out at the end of so Houghton. Okay, so little past Sarita. In the life stages, we'll go out In the life stages, is, um, it's it. beautiful out there. It's wow. the new foothills of... Oh, it's along Cantata the east side. Yeah, southeast. <gasps> yeah. Um, southeast. It's really, really beautiful right. over there, and they have t- taken out a um, chunk of land. Um, and they, what they're doing is, well, actually, sorry, it's a preserve. Okay. So the four acres that you buy are anywhere from a hundred and five to hundred fifty thousand a lot. Wow. But you get four acres, and in that four acres, there's a certain amount of area that you're really just allowed to move. Or move or, yeah. Build on. And by that time, four acres, you could use even a quarter of an acre to put your weed plot on. You know, I'm not saying. <laughs> Backyard, but you're only allowed to be well, not be in, but only allowed to uh, disrupt a certain part of your area. They want to keep the rest of it preserved. preserved. So you'll uh, have this desert landscape for the, you know, rest of the time. I like it. Disrupt. So it's really beautiful, and um, yeah, call me if you uh, want to go out and look at it. <laughs> Um, there are some really great incentives right now. If you are a home buyer and you're wanting a new construction, uh, you could get anywhere from up to $25,000 in your upgrades um, taken down, which is usually go in and it's about a $50,000 um, thing about getting new grants. The sinks are different. The ceiling, I mean, you know, the carpet, the, the tile. You can upgrade all of these things, um, so you get a $25,000, up to $25,000 off right now at different uh, developments, new developments. So, Well, that sounds yeah. most 
excellent. <laughs> so in our golden years, we'll go get on a reserve. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By Calm that down. time, by that time, we will have. Uh, if the meteor hasn't hit us already, I mean, oh. you know, I'm not saying. <laughs> Oh, did you see that? Oh, have you been there? Uh-huh. You haven't been there. We need to take you there because uh, when you see the giant hole in the ground that this little tiny little rock just happened to hit Arizona and bounce off our planet, woo! And now they have it is it's bigger than the Grand Canyon, and now they have this glass walkway. It, oh, no, thank you. My hands are sweating. Um, when I was 20-something, you bet I've been running out there. Right now, I'm like, ooh, the wind shifts, oh, and everyone comes crashing it. down. Oh, I'm not, you know, just like that. <laughs> it's, that's a lot to look down over. Yeah. That's a lot. And then that's a lot to process that rock out of the sky to hit your planet. And they also that's have that That's I think we're going to uh, go, not by some dumb lead, leader somewhere but you know they have that same bridge but it's like a u shape it's a u walk um out yeah, on the north rim of uh, grand canyon <laughs> yeah you yeah and you go out there and they wear you make them they make you wear these little booties around your shoes and you walk out there on the thick glass and you can look all the way down it makes my legs hurt just talking about it no it makes my heart Maybe it's because I'm old now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm... But thank goodness, weed is going to keep me up. So <laughs> that's... <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Like, wow. Because I'm not. <laughs> I won't say that. visions of my future in that. I know it. Maybe I could see Grand Island, New York. Hey, welcome. It's on your computer somewhere. And Dave's, uh, Silver Sister's not around to set it up and leave. <laughs> oh. oh. And then you I got Mickey. Oh, this is like Mickey Mouse. Anyway, I guess the show's about to be about marijuana, huh? A little but bit. That, uh, Mary, Miss drum Mary roll. Jane. Oh, okay. Drum roll. Go ahead. And here we go. Marijuana. Oh, happy birthday. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> Thanks. That too. Happy birthday, birthday to you. There we go. All right. So, marijuana. What's going on in the weed world? There's a lot going on. I think oh. right now I'm in the loop. The, you shouldn't be because the first governor of, was it, was it Michigan, oh. was the first patient to buy at the dispensary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> his little money, he's like, ready and go. Woo! Yeah, he got his weed. I wonder what he got. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Indica guy or a Sativa guy? I don't know. He he looked like he had enough energy already. Oh, <laughs> I don't okay. know that he really needed Maybe he's going to be
we should have more um, of our politicians going out and trying this out since we know that it's we not harmful. Should. And we know that they're asking you to try heroin. No. Nope. But they should try that too. But <laughs> I bet saying. they have. <laughs> Right? That's what I'm saying. The opiate epidemic isn't too far away, is it? Oh, it's sorry. It, it, sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you know, uh-huh, because uh-huh. because I am Greek, I have to say, Greece issues the first license to produce medical cannabis. <laughs> uh, Greece's government believes the medical cannabis cultivation industry can attract billions in domestic and foreign investment. And, you know, I'm not saying, but I know it. Greece needs a little money right now, and they've been just a little bankrupt. All right, on Monday, Greece gave out its first two medical cannabis cultivation licenses to the private companies BioCan and BioProCan. How much you want to bet they're the same company? Uh, the licenses mean both companies can begin growing cannabis in Greece, which many expect will produce hundreds of new jobs and attract domestic and international investment. The pair of licenses are just the first um, 14 Greece's economy and development ministry will issue by the year's end. All right. Uh, Biome Can, based in central Greece in Larissa, and BioProCan, based in Corinth, are just the first private cultivation companies that have received licenses. By the end of the year, officials say they will issue another 12. Licenses will be good for five years. With annual renewals, all 14 years represent more than 212 million uh, U.S. dollars in investment and could create more than 750 jobs, according to Reuters. Uh, Medical patients in Greece have had access to cannabis prescriptions since 2017, when the country became the sixth in the EU to legalize. Soon after Greece (coughs) opened up to medical cannabis imports and revitalized its stagnant hemp industry, and in March of this year, the country legalized domestic cultivation and production of medical cannabis products. And while licensed private cultivators will certainly sell to domestic retailers, the aim is really uh, to gear towards exports. Greek mm-hmm. patients have no shortage of access to medical cannabis products. Now the government is working on making a robust cannabis export industry part of its vision of economic recovery. That's pretty smart. Um, Greece hopes its cannabis industry will attract billions in foreign investment while establishing the necessary legislative and regulatory frameworks to support its fledgling cannabis industry. We're going to Greece. Greece officials hosted a number of high-profile events to woo investors. Several other EU nations have uh, have beat Greece to the punch in terms of establishing cultivation industries, but Greece hopes its regulations offer incentives that make it more attractive, make it a more attractive choice for major international companies. It's no secret that Greece's economic troubles have put the country in a dire financial predicament. Unable to pay its debt, the country had to accept the harsh terms imposed in bailout negotiations uh, with European leader, uh, lenders. Greece's progressive government believes medical cannabis can provide a much-needed boost to the nation's economic recovery. Hence. <clears throat> Prime Minister Alex uh, Tsipras welcoming embrace of the industry. In fact, um, Alex's party is projecting 2.3 billion in revenue from the cultivation and production of medical marijuana. <laughs> but 
In short, Greece has plans to become a major player on the international medical cannabis cultivation stage. It wants to compete with top European exporters like Denmark and the UK. But so far, there are no plans to legalize and regulate adult cannabis use. <coughs> interesting. Interesting, interesting. All right, we'll go Greece. There you go. Give it up for Greece. Was it this one? Um, what's that? Very well, smarter than us. Well, yeah. Some of us, you betcha. But I mean, you our, know. our president. Yeah. Um, They're definitely less greeters than us. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. It's about the greed. Yep. It is about the greed. It's pretty sad. How much money I can make from this if... Yeah. If. If we get it legal. Well, you know, and the sad thing is, like, it's because it's about money. They're, 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 you know, they don't care as much about the person in it. But I read, I posted an article. Let's see if I can find it. But it said, no matter what you're doing, you are using uh, your medic, your medication is, or your marijuana is medical. So if you just think you're out there smoking for fun, you're still getting medical benefits. You know, you think you're just a little teeny bopper. You keep on high. popping those echinacea pills like they're candy. That's right. <laughs> echinacea. <laughs> Let's see. Um, whoop, whoop. First thing wishes. Let's see if I can scroll down. Why is Facebook... Um, what? Stops me from scrolling. Strange as are. You're probably... They've probably alerted... Because you probably I scroll, scroll a much. lot. Scroller. You're just a big You're on scroll patrol. You're just a big scroller, aren't you? Scroller. All right, report all cannabis uses medicinal, whether you know it or Stop not. It. <laughs> scroll patrol. No, it's only on my phone. I can scroll away right here. You scrollers. What do you want? You're pointing at you. Want me? <laughs>
We've witnessed a sea of change in the attitude of Americans towards cannabis. Colorado made history by becoming the first state to completely decriminalize possession and use of the plant, with Washington and other states soon following. Yeah, Medical cannabis use is now legal in 23 states, and others will soon be joining. They did. Polls find that a solid majority of Americans support cannabis legalization, especially for medicinal use. The Free Thought Project was reported on many incredible ways that cannabis is being used to treat a variety of ailments, Its effectiveness at reducing or eliminating epileptic seizures is nothing short of amazing. I'd say it's a gosh darn miracle. People are also really realizing that the war on cannabis, and all drugs for that matter, is a war on people carried out by law enforcement to restrict freedom and to extort millions of dollars for victimless behavior, i.e. civil forfeiture. Uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, gains a sizable amount of revenue through cannabis seizures. The dry plant also provides ample opportunities for local law enforcement to carry out its favorite, most insidious form of extortion known as civil asset for- forfeiture, which is, if you don't know what that means, it basically means if you're caught in any sort of like crime scene <laughs> where um, there's marijuana around, and you happen to have some money laying around or some jewelry laying around or a nice car, maybe a nice house. Maybe in, we'll just take the house. You take the house, put that sticker up. House is ours. Done. Taken. So, and <clears throat> if they don't charge you with anything, you're basically getting what's called, um, it, what's happening is civil forfeiture. You're forfeiting all your, your belongings, you know, uh, to... Well, they don't. Well, no, they just take them because they they you don't get charged or you do get charged or something, but they've already taken it, so it's part of this whole crime scene thing. We've had a friend have their house, two cars taken, um, wedding rings, lots I don't of money. Get that. How that can happen? I just it's confusing to me that. Um, our law has allowed that to happen to innocent people and well, just people in general. Well, so I just it's because our court systems are so corrupt, it's uh, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, our our legal justice court system is just un- so unjust. It's it's bizarre. It is so bizarre. Like I I look at these things and I hear these different articles and the good news is these abuses of human rights are being exposed and law enforcement is sounding ever more desperate as justification for their actions uh, withers under the advance of reason and logic. Like, seriously, I had to take your house (laughs) because uh, I found some weed in it. Uh, When cannabis is finally decriminalized everywhere, our evolution from the days of reefer madness will probably uh, provide an entertaining yet tragic documentary. Yeah, hello. The fight continues, and we must build on the momentum if we are to see it to completion. The arguments for legalization are many and they are sound, but perhaps the entire narrative needs to be reconsidered as we make the final push. That's true. Uh, Daniel uh, McCree, owner of Halicon Organics, suggests the very idea of recreational use is flawed and actually hampers the progress towards legalization. Recreational use is the most detrimental phrase our industry faces today. It's true. Because we get so many people coming into tumbleweed. Oh, 
Um, and they come yeah. in and they're all yeah. like, medicinal is fine. I don't, I don't want recreational out there. Like, <laughs> like there's two different kinds. Yeah, like when you smoke that joint, it's medicinal. But when he smokes it, ooh, that's recreational. That's so bad for you. <laughs> you know, like, well, wait a minute. What's you know, going on here? That, that's such a negative word, too. You know, you yeah. say cannabis, and it's all like, now it's all like fancy and she-she and spa-like cannabis. Get a little can spot going on. Yeah, whatever. Don't even think about it. It's already done. said it. Doing it, building it now. And you say marijuana, like, who's looking? Where are we going? Go in the corner and hide and smoke. You know, it's like, come on. But, you know, if you go in the corner and hide and smoke, the smoke's going to hide. Or not. Because it might just throw you all off in the morning. A little serving poison might whack you in the face. Wow. Just depends. Yeah, it depends. Get it? Get it? Over half the U.S. population supports recreational use. Unfortunately, those who don't support recreational use oppose it. Vitriolic. I can't. Oh, I love this word, and I can't even say it right now. They super oppose it. Let's just say that. How do we say this? Oh, my neighbor's going to say it. Come pronounce this word. Vitriol. I can't even say it. It's the best word ever, and I just can't pronounce it right now. Recreational. Reality? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's something like that. It's a good one, though. Recreational cannabis is exactly what the opposition is fighting to, pre- to prevent. From the flip side to this is that over 80% of Americans support medical cannabis use and over 85% support freedom in health care decisions. Yeah, let's golf clap for that. No, kidding. Oh, the reindeer are coming. Um, <clears throat> all of these statistics are trending upwards. In the South, recreational cannabis use is a non-starter and a debate that cannot be empirically uh, won. On the other hand, medical cannabis use is a debate we win. And we don't need to manipulate our messaging to change the debate. We need to correctly identify medicinal use. The basis for this argument lies in our increasing understanding of a part of human physiology known as the endocannabinoid system, which is turning out to be vital to many life-supporting processes. In 2006, the National Institute of Health reported the recent identification of cannabinoid receptors and their endogenous lipid uh, ligands has triggered an exponential growth of studies exploring the endocannabinoid system and its regulatory functions in health and disease. Um, I think I posted uh, something online about how, or maybe you even shared this too, how they don't teach about the endocannabinoid system in, in, in health in, class. Yeah, or any class. Or any class. No Anywhere. one knows about this. Yeah, no, yeah it's yeah. very rare in, uh, that, that someone comes in and says they know about their endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. And it's even rarer that they understand what it is. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's super important because it's, it's the system that, that regulates and every other system. system. Yeah. yeah. It's the system of systems. It, it's the system of systems. Uh, in the past decade, the endocannabinoid system has been implicated in a growing number of physiological functions, both in the central and peripheral nervous system and 
in peripheral organs. Most importantly, modulating the activity of the endocannabinoid system turned out to hold therapeutic promise in a wide range of disparate diseases and pathological conditions ranging from mood and anxiety disorders, movement disorders such as Parkinson's and Huntington's disease, neuropathic pain, multiple sclerosis, spinal cord injuries, cancer, atherosclerosis, myocardial infarctions, strokes, hypertension, glaucoma, obesity, me- uh, metabolic syndrome, and osteoporosis, to just name a few. And someone explained the other day, oh, was it in the Rick Simpson video, maybe it was, that, you know, we always felt like a little snake oiler. So we said, you know, hey, it helps everything on this list. And you're like, oh, <laughs> should I be saying that? Because one person has a headache, but it's, it's going to help your toe ache. It's going to help your MS. It's going to help your migraines. It's going to help your stomach problems, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyone, and then you're like, hey, you know, come on. Sounds like, you know, Doc Eloy kicks poo in the medicine. So... <laughs> That's right. He'll be there. The one bottle we have. And some glossy 8 by 10 Yeah. <laughs> Which were made by God and lightning. Woo! <laughs> the reason it affects everything is because we have the endocannabinoid system. We have receptors all over, everywhere, every single part, from our toes to the tips of our fingers to your nose. <laughs> we should do a little kid's endocannabinoid story. Strong. That's Oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back well, to Mary. Yeah, we'll get to a little bit Marionette. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. We've seen an explosion of studies looking at the medical use of cannabis and its extracts, and they center on modulating the activity of the endocannabinoid system, as described above. With modern technology, we're discovering the mechanics of something known to the ancients. Cannabis is a medicine. People have used it this way for thousands of years. Folks, we can now extract even non-psychoactive components of cannabis, such as cannabidiol, uh, to successfully treat debilitating conditions such as epileptic seizures. We can find out which phytocannabinoids are the most beneficial to specific disease and figure out exactly how much of the S extract is needed for best results. Scientific knowledge will validate what many cannabis users already know. The plant can provide relief from certain ailments and stimulate some of the best human qualities such as creativity and empathy. Hey, freaking men to that. Amen. Carl Sagan, it's an enhancement. I like it. Uh, McCreese has interviewed several people and found they use cannabis for conditions that would otherwise be treated with pharmaceutical drugs in the current paradigm. Quote, it makes me relax. It helps me sleep. It calms me down. It helps me think. It helps my stomach calm down. And it helps me talk to people are some of the ways people have said cannabis helps them. All of these conditions, anxiety, sleep disorder, ADHD, inflamed bowels, social anxiety are targeted by pharmaceutical companies that vigorously advertise they're manufactured pills with government complicity. This is true. Uh, when someone says there are, they are a recreational user, they should consider saying they're a therapeutic user. This will be far more effective in the push to completely decriminalize cannabis as recreational implies that it can be abused on the level of alcohol or other drugs. Government may insist on keeping 
uh, the distinction as they can tax recreational use far more than medical use. In any case, we can garner much more support from fellow citizens when legalization efforts are rightfully carried under the banner of medical use. just that it is just an opinion um, but it's a pretty good one I like it um, because it's true um, yes um, it is true that it is medicinal no matter what and people are much more um, if you say I use med- medical marijuana or I use medical cannabis versus I smoke pot <laughs> that's a huge difference you know you're you become a pothead stoner dope head if you're just using it recreationally. But if you're using it for some sort of condition, like listed, you know, just one of the conditions listed above, um, then then it's okay. You want to know it's okay? What? <laughs> I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunting, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Walk into my house, like what up, I got some good pot. I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop. Ice in the fridge, it used to be frosty. My friend's like, damn, that's a stone-ass donkey. Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's pizza time. Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries. Draped in a Snuggie with my girl sitting next to me. Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea. But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimp shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't 
not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with bribery. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunter looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Woo! Welcome back, Welcome everybody. Back. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. We're just getting ready to pass the bong around. And then uh, we got um, uh, and prancing and prancing and the dog fell off the bed and all sorts it's of usually things. Usually a monkey. Yeah, usually a monkey. But this it's usually a monkey that falls off the bed. But jump right off and bumps his head. We'd like to hear from you. Give us a call. Six four six nine one five eight four two one. Cheated. Good job. We've said it enough times. Well, (laughs) yeah, but sometimes the poison gets you and you can't really remember what you're saying. Hey, big shout out to Tumbleweed's Health Center. Um, Oh, I can't read that right now. Oh, and it's really cute. Okay, I'll read it in a minute. Um, Big shout out to Tumbleweed. (laughs) Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Um, We're open and having... Super deals for Black Friday. You, you're gonna, you're gonna, and um, Miss Mary Jane is gonna be giving a class that day. Woo! Yeah, the endocannabinoid system. So, um, how is it that cannabis helps you, Miss Mary Jane? It uh, alleviates my spasm from, would you like to share? Okay. Um, it, the whole list, and actually you can find that list at Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come down. Yeah, we were talking about the Black Friday thing. I got all distracted. Should we tell them what the special is? Should they tell it? Tell, tell them, Bill. 229, everything included. <laughs> yeah, my game is all like, it's all broken now, but we can do some magic. Because I'm sure Stevie Nicks is going to show up at one of these events today. I love, I love well, when Stevie shows up. I know, she's so, because it's not just Stevie. She brings, like, everybody Wadi shows and the whole night. <laughs> Is like swinging from the light. Let's get down again, crazy little monkey. That's the 14th time. Time that you ripped a ceiling fan out of the ceiling. You see it? Yeah, I guess that's where they are, right? I don't know. It's just the crazy chill. 229, everything included. What would that make your 154 for food stamps? Is that right? $4 over the safety. That is some serious magic. Holy Toledo. What are we just giving them away? It is Black Friday, Green Friday for us. You can go 
black green. That would be a camo Friday. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh. mud brown <laughs> which is earthy it's it's earthy and environmental come on down for your environmental 229 certification all fees included <laughs> get on down uh we're open 10 to 3 closed on thanksgiving Ten three Saturday ten three, <clears throat> and if you have, um, let's see here. If you go to tumbleweedcellcenter.com, if I can even find it myself, and just scroll over to the certification section, scroll on. See, I'm scrolling again. I'm just a scroller. Is who I am? Scrolling, 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 scrolling. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Show cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's. And that includes dementia and everything that that happens, from forgetting your keys to I don't know, ending up at your neighbor's house somewhere. A chronic, and this is the great part about this program. If if you have a problem or you're even being treated for a problem, because the pills and everything and the treatment that they give you can really mess you up. They can cause migraines and stomach problems, Uh, stomach problems galore from all those medications, kidney problems, liver problems. But if you have a chronic or debilitating disease, and chronic to the state of Arizona means 90 days or longer at least, you're looking at three months, you can't like chip a tooth and come in and be like, dude, man, I chipped my tooth yesterday and I got a toothache. bourbon or rum or something on their gums. Yeah, numbs it right out. On the little pacifier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you have a pacifier or a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment, there it is, just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain of any kind, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristics of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical Uh, cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. We just celebrated seven years. Look at this. we got homemade stones just for us with a fancy bow, and they said, I oh, you can get to keep the plate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she just said that she, look at, oh, look at that. I bet it's a oh, pumpkin. Maybe a pumpkin spice thing. Oh, guys, dig in their warmth. This she just came out of the oven. Sorry, kids, we're having a birthday stone. 
Mm. Oh my god. Oh, I think it's like a butterscotch. Oh yeah. Sea salt caramel. Do it. That's what it is. Thank you. I know, right? I know, we're so rude eating on air, but we love you. We'll read you a little story in just a second. Um, <clears throat> we can see what's going on if there's any Arizona news. I mean, we are in Arizona. No, unfortunately. But, you know, smoke that bong right there, and then you'll be medicated enough already. Oh, that's true. If you smoke and eat it at the same time, it's kind of the same thing. Kind of the same thing. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, doo, doo, doo. The Arizona, um, this survey will improve Arizona's medical marijuana program. Um, no, we're not going to do a survey. But they are going to have, um, this dispensary is going to be at a job fair on November 26th. You know what's happening on November 28th? You know it. Next Wednesday. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Next Wednesday. Phoenix. Uh, I forget the arena they're playing at. The all-new Fleetwood Mac. You know what? I just want to say I'm really sorry, Lindsay. I know, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't care what happens. The guy should be in the band. But Stevie's here for my birthday. I can actually maybe do that. Oh, sweet. And I know these two can do that. That's for sure. Yeah. So we're going to hit up the road in the new car. Woo! Okay. Yeah. You can totally do, that. do it. Totally do it. Okay. All right, Stevie. Okay. That's it. You get to see all of us. <laughs> the Glendale Dispensary Arizona, Arizona Organic is hiring via a job fair on Monday, November 26th. So that's two days before you... Uh, Stevie gets to see all of us. Those looking to enter the medical marijuana industry can apply to job fair between 11 and 3 at the Renaissance Hotel in downtown Phoenix, according to ABC 15. The dispensary is hiring for several full and part-time positions in central Phoenix and its cultivation facility, as well as for delivery, warehouse, and janitorial services. Do you guys all get this? This is a real job? I mean, do you understand? <laughs> I'm not saying. Other positions may be available. Some of the requirements for working at Arizona Organics, no felonies, must be 21 or older. Uh, Arizona Organics will be hiring qualified applicants on the spot for positions paying between $11 and $16 an hour. It suggests to bring a resume and dress appropriately. I'm just going to give you the big hint now. No jeans. Show up looking good. Bring a resume. In fact, you need to bring about a hundred, and you need to go get a faux leather briefcase. Just make no. you, you could. No, no. You go to go to Walmart. I'm at least a Manila go. folder to keep your Thank freaking you. shit in. Oh, at least a Manila folder. <laughs> what are your tips? Bring fresh resume. Um, Oh, presentable. Here's what, here's, please look presentable. And please, please, please respond. Even if you don't get the job, reply and say, hey, when you're done with the interview, go home immediately and say, thank you for the interview. Huh? 
Those are the people that get the job. And then even if you don't get the job, say, hey, thank you for your time anyway. Keep me posted. If anything goes awry, because things do all the time. <laughs> so say, please keep my resume on file. I'd still like to work with you, whatever, you know. So, yeah, get on down there. Um, Renaissance Hotel. Phoenix, 11 to 3, dress appropriately, bring a resume, and say thank you. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like to see email addresses on their, on their resumes, too. And phone numbers. Well, at least one of the two, but... You Please know, give most... them a way to contact you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, we've had that happen. Where it's great resume. Have someone look it over for you. Yeah, check for spelling and make sure. I love this show has turned into like a cannabis resume. Make sure you're applying to the right freaking place. Or dear Green Halo, or dear Downtown Dispensary. Hello, we're not a dispensary. You're just sending the shit out, blanket out. Follow instructions. There's another one. Golf clap. Wait, Following instructions. Wait, hold on. I do want you to follow instructions. I want you to follow them so precisely that you yourself are following even more instructions that you've made to follow those instructions. Know the job you're applying for while you're following all instructions. Golf clap for that. Know your job. I love this one. Tell us about us. Do well, a little research. This is one of your three or four businesses, right? I mean, you've got other dispensaries, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big no. Oh, my gosh. I feel like putting some Eddie Murphy, but you can't. In the middle of an interview, you can't turn into Eddie Murphy. <laughs> You just can't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> you cannot use the phone. You cannot use the phone. Lily, can I, I'm going to put it on the post-it note on the refrigerator. Lily cannot use the phone. Aunt Buddy, my shoe. Fall down the stairs. And one more for everybody that knows what I'm talking about. Goonie Goo Goo. Catch a fish. <laughs> Eddie, we love you. Come back, Eddie. So there you have it. No felonies, must be 21 or older, and must rewind and listen to this part of the show so you know what to do to show up. Okay, what else? Ooh, nice firm handshakes are good. You don't want, you know, that kind of wishy-washy little queen, queen handshake. Yeah. Ask Google what Not to do queen. before you go and give you yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. My bestie would say, Google that stuff. Yeah, just give, there's even videos on how to present yourself before and after an interview. Practice the questions they might ask you. Why do you want the job? What are you going to do with your money? Just kidding. <laughs> um, what do you where, do on the weekends? <laughs> where, do you, where do you see yourself in three to five years? You know, blah, 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 blah. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? That whole thing, you know. You got to practice that kind of stuff because it's important because they're going to catch you off guard and they say, Tell us about a situation you could have handled better. And you'd be like, oh, this one. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, 
it's casual Wednesday for me. I'm usually well, in dress pants. Well, it's my birthday, pants. so I can wear whatever. I'm usually in dress pants and a tie. <gasps> this is true. You are unfancy today. I love being unfancy, though. There's times where I'm just like, I get to enjoy my cozies. Like yeah. this right here. I love my undershirt. Oh, my it's a, I know. I, I love it because I get to wear my flannels and mm-hmm. my boots to get off. Gap came out with this material one year, and I think it was last year, and their undershirts were so soft and cozy. And that's what pulls me in, is material and the way it feels. Because then I do not want it next to my body. Mm. Yeah. What's going on down there, Belle? Well, yeah. we have to give oh, a shout-out yeah. to everybody who fires again. And, they're, you know, they affect everybody. And they, they affect don't. businesses. If we um, would have raked more, I just think. Yeah. I think we had bigger rakes. If, if we, we had, had bigger, bigger rakes. rakes. Bigger yeah. rakes. <laughs> John Deere rake. Uh, a John uh, Deere rake. PM. Why didn't you even think about that? PM. Caterpillar rake. PM. Yes, caterpillar raking. John Deere caterpillar raking. But you guys don't need to. You guys, got the wait, we're already. coming. We're coming to the rescue. Yep. Joel Star and Cannabis Kid. Yep, and Shark Tank. And wait, Shark Tank. Are we still live? Because I heard a blip. JJ's out there. Tech guy's out there. Yeah, we're still live? Okay. Did you hear uh, it? Wow. Okay. Uh, we did. The Woolsey fire devastated the area, including Yvonne De La Rosa's home. But the locals in the cannabis community, even those victimized by the fire, are rising to help their community. All right. Power went out early in the morning on Friday, November 9th. All communication to the outside world was crippled. Yvonne De La Rosa Green and her husband Sam Boyer were still in their Malibu home. At this point, the Woolsey fire already singed multiple neighboring canyons, according to De La Rosa Green, who was one of five times top 100 most influential women in cannabis in 2018. The flames were still far enough away to stay in their home, or so she thought. We had no television, internet, or telephone. We had no idea that the fires had crossed from Oak Park into Malibu. Having the intuitive sense to look for an old landline, Boyer located a phone and plugged it into the wall. It instantly rang. Vanessa Rodriguez, the general manager of the 99 High Tide of Malibu dispensary founded by De La Rosa, uh, was on the phone. She was like, I can't believe you guys are still there. You've got to get out. Um, so De La Rosa, who was named Businesswoman of the Year in 2017 by Industry Power Women, I didn't really understand. I was like, what do you mean? Isn't the fire still far away? And then she told us that our friend Jesse, who's one canyon over, had driven through a wall of fire going down the mountain to get out and that his home has burned. So plumes of gray and black smoke clouded the sky. The inside of their home was getting smoky. Boyer and De La Rosa realized they were in severe danger. They quickly packed up their dogs, cats, sleeping daughter, and grabbed two boxes from the garage and attempted to evade the flames coming down toward the Yerba Buena uh, Road homes. And if you've seen all that stuff on Facebook, it's so scary what people are posting, the you know, videos of them, even on the news, just driving through fire, praying to get out. They were halted by the electric gate at the foot of the driveway. The family had no way to flee the property because the power was out and the gate wouldn't open. As clouds of smoke engulfed their home, a neighbor raced up to the, uh, to the gate in his car with a pair of bolt cutters and broke it open. Boyer, De La Rosa, and their family escaped, but the fire showed no mercy on their home. It was a miracle our neighbors were able to help us. 
We're so grateful to have gotten out of there. So many people in these situations get consumed by the smoke and then die from smoke inhalation before the flames even get to them. That's the stage we were at in the house. It was one of those moments you never think you're going to be in. Although emotional from losing her home, the second one she's lost to wildfires living in Malibu, Dayla Russell only broke down during our conversation when discussing the animals victimized by the fires. The worst thing about the fires is the animals that have died. One of my neighbors wasn't able to get their horses out in time, and they all burned to death. Thinking about that, that just breaks my heart. It just wasn't possible uh, for so many. The Los Angeles Times posted heart-wrenching photos illustrating the devastation caused by fires, including an image of two llamas tied to a lifeguard tower and a photo um, and a donkey tied to a power line pole. The sky in the image is apocalyptic red as if the photo was taken on mercury. Those llamas were one of De La Rosa's and Boyer's uh, neighborhood farm mm. animals. You guys haven't seen that one yet? No. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, as of Monday the 19th, the blaze is 91% contained, but De La Rosa, Green, and Boyer were one of hundreds who lost their home and one of thousands across California who lost everything this fall. The Great Fair Ranch, popular uh, when you, uh, wedding venue and once home to the Emerald Exchange Sun Grown Cannabis Festival, also burned. It was home to new, numerous rescue animals. Mirac- miraculously, all the animals from the ranch are alive, including a 34-year-old horse. <laughs> uh, Malibu is open to, uh, again for residents to return to their uh, once luxurious city, but many are left with nothing despite losing everything. De La Rosa and the 99 High Titan team are hosting Reiki sessions. They are also donating products uh, to those impacted by a fire. Oh, that's nice. Reiki oh. and wheat. That's a good combo. We are offering complimentary healing sessions and body work, says De La Rosa. We're going to be using our Beamer machine, which is an electromagnetic healing technology. We're offering Reiki, and everything is complimentary, of course. We are also reaching out to our vendors to donate products, especially flour and oil, and Rick Simpson oil for our patients who need it now more than ever. Uh, the team at the 99 High uh, Tide Dispensary are not only helping De La Rosa and her family get back on their feet, but they're also helping some of their patients who lost their homes, too. Cush Queen also has a mermaid relief fund where 20% of every bath bomb sold will be no- donated to De La Rosa and uh, Boyer's family. One Love Malibu, an Instagram account created in conjunction with the GoFundMe, is also accepting donations to help the greater Malibu community navigate the aftermath of the fire um, on November 20th. One Love Malibu is hosting a fundraiser, which they did, um, and there will also be a community Thanksgiving meal at Pepperdine University on uh, Wednesday, November 22nd. Well, so it's supposed to be November 21st, which is my birthday. most important things that we're all alive and even though people need support right now for shelter clothing food and the necessities we're all we will all rise again like the phoenix (laughs) (laughs) yep yep they are gonna get well the president would be super happy yeah and yeah (laughs) we're gonna have some serious raking sessions so uh folks that's it. That's it for us for Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank you all out there for putting up with us for a Oh, it hasn't been a whole hour that they had to do that? Maybe. Maybe wow. We'll go out, celebrate Belle Star's birthday. Have some, have some, what? We're gone? We ended? 
totally gone? Can't hear a damn thing? Nothing? Don't swear. All right, what if I do do this? Can you hear us now? No. No? (laughs) We know what it is. JJ. Yeah. Thank you, JJ. (laughs) 